You are now tuned in to another episode of Dirty Thoughts. Real, real, real quick, I just want to say thank you so much, guys, for your continuous support with this podcast. I feel your love. I enjoy the love, and I am grateful for the love. Um, And yeah, I just want to say thank you. This episode is going to be about friendships. Um, I don't really want to say too much on the topic because I had a I had a wonderful conversation with one of my college friends but not only is she a college friend to me she is just a sweet soul that I'm just so happy that I ran into and I can really call her a friend uh Lex I don't really want to get into it um about the topic too much because you know we were chatting it up and I want y'all to hear the whole conversation so if you haven't, real quick, subscribe to my channel, share it, share it, share it, and I hope you enjoy it. It's your girl, Dirty Diana. Okay. So guys, I have a very, very special friend on the line. Please introduce yourself. Hello, guys. Who? It is Lexi. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Um, first and foremost, Diane, I just want to commend you on Dirty Thoughts. Mm-hmm. I feel like you use this platform to discuss real topics and kind of create safe spaces for people to feel heard and understood. And I know for myself, um, you know, I've listened to all your podcasts and there's always something I'm taking away from each topic. So thank you, sis. Keep shining. I am so proud of you. You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> No, I really appreciate that. Thank you for the shout out. Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay, guys, like I discussed, we will be talking levels of friendship or just basically friendships. Um, And Lex is a very good friend of mine. Every time I talk to her, she not only is positive, but she is very supportive. Oh, girls, don't oh. make me cry. <laughs> you know, I'm a little extra. <laughs> So, okay, so I know you wanted to talk about how we met, so... Okay, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, Diane and I actually met in uh, sex class. Mm. Our freaky asses. Um, <laughs> and I remember, I remember uh, you were just always that problem child in class. <laughs> like, we can all talk about something, and Diane was raising her hand like, mm, I don't agree. Oh my you God. always kind of just spoke your mind. <laughs> I knew the teacher did not like your ass. <laughs> you and her, I feel like, would always kind of go back and forth. And I used to just sit in the corner like, I need to be this girl's friend. <laughs> I need to be this, this girl's friend. And one day, I think we might have did like a, a, a group, uh, project or something together I can't quite remember but mm-hmm. I know that you it was a group myself and Stacy yep. um we all just became like the trio in the class and yeah. from there we kind of just took off yeah I don't remember you being a problem child guys but I do remember <laughs> you definitely were <laughs> I do remember yeah that's how we met. we were in a group project together and yeah after that yeah it was just, it was just history after that but I wouldn't say problem child. Let me take that back. You definitely speak your mind and I, I respect it. Yeah. You, you're not the first person to say that. So. <laughs> so, yeah, we started to be friends back in 2016. 16, I believe. Yeah. yeah I think it was 16. 2016. Lit. And now you're stuck with me. Stuck. And I miss you <laughs> so much. The, okay. So. The good thing about me and Lexi is, like, we live so far away from each other that, you know, we don't see each other that often. But every time, like, we do speak, it is, like, the same genuine energy. And I think that speaks for friendships 100% because... You know, you can call someone your friend, but if you don't talk to them every day, some people, if you don't talk to them every day or every week or every month, they feel some type of way and then they don't call you their friend anymore. So I feel like that is, we have a certain type of friendship that is like genuine and never gets old. 
Absolutely. I think we understand each other. And, you know, as we're taking different paths in our lives, kind of recognize that we're not going to have the time that we might have once had to speak to each other every day or hang out all the time. So I think, you know, just having that understanding of adulthood and what that looks like for the both of us um, is the reason why we're able to kind of connect, um, you know, after not speaking for a couple months and things don't change. So, you know, as you grow older, you don't have time to do those things anymore and that's okay. And if mm-hmm. you're per- that person can't understand that, then that's not really a friend. Exactly. Hand clap. <laughs> snap, snap. So, <laughs> so, okay. So we just explained our type of friendship. What are the other type of friendships that you feel like you've been through and that you want to kind of like talk about? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, you know, what's crazy as I get older and, you know, I'm kind of advancing in life. I'm realizing that I have certain friends for certain things. So I have, come on now, you know, (laughs) on it. (laughs) I have friends that are just strictly for like, you know, if I want to go out to a party or a club, I know who to call for that. I have other friends, um, you know, that I can probably discuss my man problems with and and that's probably it and then I have other friends um that I can discuss like business with and I just realized that it's it's levels to each friendship but one thing I'm also recognizing is you can't always tell your friends everything everything and that was kind of something that I had to learn um you know I'm very close to a lot of my friends and I'm very open for the most part with things that are going on with me but I had to realize that sometimes you know, there are things that you kind of just have to deal with on your own only Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're growing. And when you kind of talk to a different friend about something, they have an opinion, then you have another opinion of someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do have levels to my friendships. So I have the ones that are just strictly for maybe let's just say we're going out, having a drink, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have my marble jar friends, I like to call them. And um, those those friends Mm -hmm. are the ones who I, I know that I can go to, you know, in the time, in my time of hardship. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. I like yeah. that. I would agree. I would agree. You really explained it really well. Um, but from there, right. Yeah. How would you, I know you wanted to discuss friendship, uh, breakups. Oh yes. Yeah. So <laughs> everything here, everything you just said, how would a break a friendship kind of break up from now that you have this understanding or before? Um, so not to toot my own horn or anything, but your girl is a good friend, y'all. I don't really break up with my friends because <laughs> I try to treat my friends or be a, be the friend that I would want someone to be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, the couple of friendship breakups that I did have were, were more so people that I, um, maybe have called like my sister, people that I were really, that I was really close to. Mm. Um, and those honestly, I can, uh, the hardest thing, um, because you put the expectation on your friend. Um, we don't want to believe that our friends would hurt us in any way because they should know us best and they love us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when those things happen, it's, it's, it's a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, um, breaking up with a friend that I've might've once called my sister, I take that very, very, very hard because it's, it's a, it's a genuine bond. It's a, it's a bond that's lost. And I have to go, I go through the motions of a breakup as if it was with a guy, you know, I'm grieving, I'm angry, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I come out of it, but friendship breakups are hard. Mm. Okay, yes. I want to just elaborate on that because I think ever, like I had a friend, I had two friendship breakups and it was like, I felt like one just was a curveball for me because I didn't understand like why, like we weren't cool no more. And then like the second one was kind of like really messy, just like a really girlish cat fight. Oh, the situation. Those are the and worst. Like, I know, and I don't deal with that type of stuff. Like, right? <laughs> like, absolutely. Because like, it's just like, what is this for? Like, I don't understand. Like the the why you know we going back and forth of he said and she said. Like, fuck that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I'm blunt and I'm real with when it comes to that. Like I said this, I said that, and I can say it to you. Like there's no yeah. problem with that. So I feel like friendship breakups, the people who don't make it to the end, even though we want them to make it to the end and we would have thought that they made it to the end. I really feel now that it was a reason why that went down because Oh yeah. Yeah, at the time, like mm-hmm. I had a friend of ten years. Oh and, my gosh. Yes, of ten years oh, just so like hard. I know, just kind of like, and we did like a lot of stuff together and I was like Mm -hmm. literally always there for her and she was always there for me. And so I just feel like when that situation happened, I was like, what, what? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. But when it happened to another friend, I'm like, all right, I guess I need to lose some friends. This is like, this is a Mm -hmm. time where, you know, older people be like, yeah, you're going to lose some friends. It just happens that way. It does. And, you know, to your point, I think um, when there's a difference when you just grow apart from somebody versus when Mm. somebody does you crazy. Mm. And, you know, I think the friends that you kind of drift away from because, you know, life happens and that's Mm -hmm. just it's human nature to go through those type of relationships. It's almost as if it's okay, you know, I'm not really taking it that hard. It's life, whatever. But. I think the situations where it genuinely catches you off guard mm-hmm. and girls can be very shysty. Like yes. girls can be very shady. They can be ah, as much trifling. as I, yeah, trifling is all hell. I think those situations are really just like hard. And it's for me too. It's a lot of it is a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if we're not talking because of something so stupid, I feel stupid. pathetic almost that I eat. Like, why did you want to yeah, like six fix years it. stop talking? Oh, we exactly. stop talking over a nigga or we stop talking over. It's yeah. so, I don't know. It's so embarrassing almost. It is. It is Cause <laughs> you fix it, but that person don't. And it's like, okay. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. Absolutely. So, you know, friendship breakups are are very tricky, but I do recognize that people just drift apart because life happens. And, you know, I'm I'm just thankful for the time that I've spent with people, whether you're not here today or Mm -hmm. whether you are. I think I take a a piece of my relationship with each and every person um, that I have. That's very interesting. Yeah. Say that. What piece, though, because I don't feel like I'm there. Well, Diane, forgiveness is a real, (laughs) no, you know what, because honestly and truthfully, I am the type of person, I, I might not speak to you today, but I can still find something positive about you and I can still speak Mm. highly of you and everybody that I don't speak to anymore. Well, maybe not everybody, but (laughs) you know, the friends that I, I once was close with to this day, I'm still rooting for them. I still clap um, when they, you know, for their wins. And I've learned something from those (laughs) friendships. At one point, you know, it was genuine and for my sisters. So I can't, I can't say like, oh, this person is 100% horrible or like I hate them or anything of that sort. Because no matter how we ended, no matter how we discharged, I think that people are greater than the worst thing they've ever done. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that you're this horrible person because you did this horrible thing to me. You know what Mm. I mean? Um, Mm. But that took a lot of like working through and yeah, because I'm not forgiven. You know, there's don't get it twisted. Bitches is still trifling, but (laughs) for the most part, Diane, there's no malice in my heart and I can love people from a distance and I'm always rooting for everyone. That's it. Lex, you know, like, I would agree, right? <laughs> to, a, this, to a certain degree. I would agree, and I love the way you just said that. And, you know, like I said, I would 100% agree. But my thing is with me, like, and the friends who I'm not with know this about me. Mm-hmm. And my friends who are my friends now know this about me. I don't, I do this thing where I forget a person. Like, mm-hmm. literally, the, I forget that person. Like, I don't know where the fuck I get that from. But, like, it's, like, if you're not in my life and it's for a bad reason or, like, you did me filthy or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. like, I really, like, forget that person. So, like, 
mm, I'm not really thinking like you know not, mm-hmm. thinking about, like I don't know it's like I do wish them well but it's not I'm not thinking of them where I'm like oh wow this person did um we did this together like years back I'm, I'm so grateful for like I don't know if that's yeah exactly what you're saying I get that but it's just like I do this I think that's a bad thing because I like the way that you work throughout the friendship breakup and you were like you know what it happened for a reason and then I, I'm getting pos- positivity from it me I don't really like work through all of that like and I think that is a part of the reason why like I wonder I'm- if that's like a fight or flight response type thing like when somebody hurts you it's almost like yeah. you kind of suppress that and it sounds it's like what? you know what out of sight out of mind like I don't want to deal with yes. that and and that's what it is but that's okay you know what I, I think uh, when people hurt us it, it's natural to kind of protect ourselves and it, that means sometimes kind of just forgetting about the situation or just not thinking about it because it is a lot of energy um, mm, when you get yes, hurt and then you, you're crying or not exerted. even crying, but just it's exactly. running through your mind. That's energy that you don't need. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, so let me ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you look at it as a grudge thing? Like, are you grudging against these individuals? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, no, but like, okay, so I don't know. Okay, let me let me explain it this way because my one of my friends just asked me mm-hmm. a similar question. He said, you know, if we were going out somewhere and it was like a, a party open to the public and those people were there, like, would you go? Like knowing that they will be there, would you go? Mm. And I said no. Really? I wouldn't want to go. Why so is that? Maybe that is a grudge. Um, I just don't want to be, I don't want that in my space. And I just feel like because it hit me like a curveball, like mm-hmm. I never want to be blinded again, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I just, don't I get what you're saying. Around. I don't want to be around it. Like, I don't care if it's like a public party, like everybody, ha ha, he he. Like, I just, if they're there, I'm going to just jack because it's always somewhere else to go. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I don't know. And it could be a grudge because I don't wish bad on them. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I wish them well. Is that I the just... truth? Right. Is that the truth, I, Diane? Or... I think it's the truth because okay. I don't wish them bad. Like, I don't wish that they fall on their face or, like, I don't wish, like. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I'm convinced. Not. Really? Like, I don't, I don't know. know if I'm convinced. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I really don't wish bad on them and I wish them like the the best, but I don't wish that over here. Like, I'm kind of glad. I don't know. But it you know what? Be- Sorry to cut you off. I mm-hmm. definitely believe and I stand 10 toes <laughs> down on this. I mean, you can ask anybody. I am the type of person that will like cut you off and like treat you like you don't exist. And people kind of look at that really? as a grudge. Absolutely. Um, as much as I'm as much as I'm talking about you know I see the good in people that have done me wrong and stuff I don't play that shit girl bye I will walk by you like you don't exist and that's okay but people have told me that I'm grudgeful right and I've always constantly felt myself having to like defend that like I'm I'm not grudgeful I know because I don't wish bad on anybody and I think that what people need to realize is you don't See? have to have somebody in your life for you to be this bitter, hateful, distasteful person. You can discharge relationships, friendships with people, not speak to them, and still not wish them bad. When See, you're grudging exactly... towards somebody, you w- wish bad for them. You talk ill of them. Right. Like They take up that negative space. I know what it's like to hate somebody. And I know that right. I don't feel that towards a lot of the people that I've cut off. So I yeah. can't really say that it's a grudge. So I, you know what? Now that I'm hearing you kind of speak, yeah. I do kind of understand what you're saying. You don't have to allow that into your space, Diane, just to prove that maybe you're you're forgiving or you want to be cordial or nothing like that. If you don't yeah. feel that that person deserves an ounce of your energy, that's fine. Exactly. You're not wishing them bad, but you're not right. wishing them the best either. 
exactly because you know me like i'm the type of person right Mm -hmm. you know how you were like oh i can see somebody and walk right past them Mm -hmm. act like i don't know them yeah i can't do that like i'm still the person who like goes hi and and, like the person never hears me and i'm like okay wow (laughs) like i feel like (laughs) at the end of these friendships that i am talking about like i have like reached out to them like multiple times trying to fix it trying to be the nice person and just trying to like let it just be water on the bridge and just some something that we can get over but it wasn't like that for them and I feel like if I did all that at the end of the day and like you still ain't fucking with it then that's why I am going around the barriers now that's why I feel like you shouldn't be around me at all because I've did my part I tried to be nice about it I tried to talk it out I tried to take accountability mm-hmm. all that and I feel like if you can't sit down like a grown woman and have a conversation mm-hmm. what happened, then I feel like I don't need that in my space I feel like that's just absolutely because now you want to like you see me like you want to see me do my be my best you're going to see me on my shit so when I'm on my shit you want to try to come talk to me no I don't want that opportunity like absolutely like you can't talk to me now because when I try to talk to you you didn't want to talk so Mm -hmm. I just feel like I don't want that confrontation and then when I where I'm from people fight I don't got time (laughs) for fighting like so you know people get jealous and stuff so you just don't know and I Mm -hmm. think that comes that's a part of friendship too and why friendships break up too it's jealousy absolutely your people are not happy of where they are in life people just a lot of things why friends break up but if have you ever had like a breakup like that uh honestly I feel like because I'm I know that I'm very blinded sometimes with the people that I care about and while you might look at it as Alexis like girl this is clear jealousy or whatever it is I'm Mm. not looking at it that way because I find it so hard to believe that somebody that I once took under my wing could ever feel you know what I mean so I can't even I can't even truthfully answer that Diane because even to this day I don't know if that's me not wanting to accept but like yes. I'm not looking at it that way. I'm genuinely like, no, it's yes. not that. <laughs> but yes. you know, jealousy and and that stuff is real. And mm. one thing my mom always even told me, not even with this just that, but you have to hang out with people that have the same morals and principles as you because yes. if you, like-minded individuals, if you are around somebody and you might think that this is okay, that person might think that what they're doing is okay. She's like, it's not going to work. Mm. She's like, you have to hang out with people that think like you. And she's, it's not faulting the next person for thinking whatever they're thinking, but just for your peace and what you value and stuff, you have to hang out with like-minded individuals. And I couldn't have agreed with that anymore. Wow. You know, birds of a feather do flock together. Flock together, yes. Absolutely. But, you know, in terms of that jealousy and things like that, Diane, it's so hard for me to believe that somebody that I might have once called my sister can even feel that towards me because I want to see everybody win. You know, I can't fathom that. (laughs) Me too. Me too. It's so many times and I get so mad at the end because like, a couple of my friends like Diane, like you doing too much. Like I'm that friend. Like you doing too much for yeah. that friend. Like and my mom would even say, Diane, like you need to like you doing too much for this person. Like you just because mm-hmm. like at the time, like she, my mom and my friends felt like that friend was using me, and I'm like, no, I'm just helping a friend out. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like now that I'm out of out of it, I'm like Diane, like you, you were doing shit. Like mm-hmm. you were, yeah, like you were being used and. So, like, I don't know. I just, it was hard for me to believe in that moment, like, they were using using me. Because I'm just like, no, I'm just helping a friend out. Like, it's nothing. Like, if I got it, my friends got it. Like, that's how I see it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, like, it's a, it's a, it's a boundary thing, too. Like, I, I want to talk about boundaries and friendships. Because Absolutely. I think that's a huge word that a lot of people don't really know um, what it means. Um, in a friendship so yeah you could talk about boundaries absolutely um I did just want to ask though have you ever been in a situation with a friend you guys got into an argument 
might have stopped talking for a little bit and you realized that you were wrong? And if so, how did you go about that? Okay. Um, oh, okay. So I can use my best friend as an example. So I've been mm-hmm. um, friends with my best friend since the beginning of time. <laughs> and Hi, best friend. She's very, very stubborn. And we are like literally opposites. So oh, yeah. like, I'm like, if I have an issue, I'm very confrontational at first. Like, I'm like, what the ish- what is the issue like? Let's talk it out. My best friend is like, I have an issue. I need to think about it. And then I need to talk to you about it. That's how mm-hmm. she is. But she would talk about it on her own time. And like that frustrates me because I'm like, no, if you have an issue, like, let's talk about it now. Absolutely. So um, I remember like getting in a small, it was like a small issue of like us going out and something like that. And I feel like I was just like, very like I said confrontational at the time um, time, mm-hmm. and like I didn't respect her not really wanting to talk about it because people have the right not to want to talk about something at that Absolutely. time and that took a long time for me as a person to really uh, kind of understand you know um, but now that I'm grown and stuff I understand that but at mm-hmm. that time like, I didn't understand I'm like no we're going to talk about now. But you, I can't mm. force nobody to talk about what they don't want to talk about. That's not right. That's making a p- person uncomfortable. So, yeah, at the time, like, I was just, like, forcing it out of her. And it just didn't, it just didn't go well. And um, I felt so bad because um, I would talk to my other friend about it. And they're like, Diane, like, you don't, that's, like, no, no. Like, you yeah. Know. And it's hard for me to you know hear that like you were wrong but yeah I just I just swallow my pride yeah so I, I go to her and I talk to her and it's just like of course that person isn't going to have attitude but you need to swallow that too because like mm-hmm. at the, you were wrong and so like I love my best friend because I can go to her and I can Aww. be wrong and she'll still talk to me you know like mm-hmm. wrong or not like and she'll take me for who I am and say yeah you were wrong and Aww. you make mistakes but at least you learn from it like I feel like talking to her like you really I really get a friend who like goes through the motions and lessons with me and not absolutely judge me for it yeah and so yeah I like to talk it out with my friends Mm -hmm. um but in that certain situation like I learned to respect her you know wanting space and time to talk you know to kind of deal with that but yeah I, I talk to them I don't I'm not really that friend to really do thing things other than talking to that person directly like I'm not mm-hmm. the type of friend to go on social media I'm not that type of friend to run back to another friend like oh, oh not- good I'm that type of friend to do all that first because it's always good to talk to that person because it happened between though you know mm-hmm. you and that person like you can't it's hard it, I, it really frustrates me when I see people have a problem with people uh-huh. and they take it to social media or they have a problem and they like go and they bash that person to another friend and it's just like you can't you can't do that absolutely right. so yeah that's that's what I usually do what about you uh I was definitely the so friend to, that didn't really know how to argue. I think like when I get offended, my initial response is to just cut it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. Like that's just, that was me protecting myself. Cause it was so hard for me to genuinely believe that somebody can like accept me for my flaws and want to sit through that with me. It's more so like mm. I get defensive. Like you're telling me something about myself. Like who the hell are you? Like, <laughs> but I will say there was one friendship that we got it was such a a petty argument and it was such a petty fight it'd be those oh my gosh and you know we stopped talking for a year and it's like we got into this argument and like I kind of cut her off and during that year the guilt that I felt because this friend she's still my best friend to this day um she was somebody that has always just been a hundred percent genuine with me. She called me out on my bullshit. Um, but she sat through a lot with me and I really felt it in my soul that the way I went about it was just horrible. And, Mm. you know, I knew that 
I would see her along the way and I would still say hi to her. So I knew I didn't, I didn't get that feeling that, okay, Alexis, you don't want to walk by her. Like she doesn't exist. Like you still, you know, like you still feel some way towards her. So, you know, graduation came along and we saw each other. We congratulated each other. And, um, I reached out to her and I asked if we can have a conversation about just what happened. And we had the conversation. And I think at that point in my life, I was ready to receive. And when Mm -hmm. I say ready to receive, I was willing to hear um, her out and I was willing to hear what she felt that I did wrong. Whereas Mm -hmm. the first fight, I wasn't ready for that. But I did yeah. a lot of I did a lot of self realization and and healing mm-hmm. during the course that we didn't talk and now we come back and we're stronger than ever, mm. and I will never uh, let it get to a point where I'm cutting somebody off for something stupid and I had to apologize to her and I'm proud of myself for doing it and it's nice when your friends can recognize your growth and yeah. it's like Alexis I remember when I couldn't even come to you and tell you something about yourself and now I feel comfortable with doing that and knowing that you're not going to get defensive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Diane, I think that that to me was an eye opener. Like you cannot continue to discharge your friendships off of one argument. Um, Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, don't get it twisted. There are some that you can't get back there, can't get in where you can fit in. Like, I don't, I don't feel the need to, to do that with you, but my best friend, oh my gosh. Yeah. I love her to death. (laughs) You know what? I want to add to that because I like the part where you said like throughout that year like you just felt like guilty and yeah. you felt like the part of missing her, right? Yeah. And like I had a friend like that. Like I had a friend who like we had this big huge like altercation and it was just like at the end of the day it was like what happened? Like it was one mm-hmm. of those like what happened? And Aww. we were friends for like I think like a year and a half, maybe two years of not being friends. But like throughout that year and a half or two years, we weren't friends. Like I would constantly talk, like um, think about her. Like, wow, like think about how we were friends. Yeah, that was a friend who I was like, oh, like I did think about and then I didn't forget about. And like to this day right now, like we're friends now. And it's just like kind of like, it's not the same because it will never be the same because of the altercation, but it really is. That is a, this is a friendship that I kind of like respect because it came back in a way that, you know, I respect her. She respects me and it's, it's still like good energy and good vibes. Absolutely. I don't know. I just, it's something about that, that friendship that I'm like, I like her. Like, (laughs) so yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think friendship definitely has levels. We did want to talk. So, wait, I feel like we're getting off topic. Yes. <laughs> so, wait, do we want to talk about boundaries or do we want to talk about the values and standards of a friend? Ooh, Diane, I think I'm going to let you take the floor. Um, okay. Yeah. Guys, you're like on point. I know you guys yes. are going to be listening like, woof, these two, <laughs> yes. <laughs> boundaries let's do yes. boundaries first, and then we could do the values and standards absolutely so boundaries um I feel like in order to have friends as an adult um and have a balance you need to have boundaries with your friends it doesn't yes. matter what type of friend uh-huh. that is but I feel like I had to learn my boundaries just to keep my peace and to keep my focus mm-hmm. and just everything. Um, I think one of my boundaries for one of my friends, for an example, would be um, oh, oh, this is a good one that I have now. So, um, the boundary that I have now because I've been working out, guys, you know, trying to lose a little bit of weight. That's right. <laughs> I <laughs> don't drink that much if I drink I drink like a hard seltzer Uh and like I've told all my friends this like all of my because I'm a drinker so but now that I'm switching up and I'm going like to a hard seltzer maybe like one or maybe two um they're like take a shot take a shot take it and I'm just like I can't drink I can't drink I can't drink and and I just feel like 
Um, I went out with a couple of friends one night and they were like just pressuring me to drink and like I just felt uncomfortable and I felt like they weren't respecting the boundary that I put up and Mm -hmm. it just connected to you know who I you know my my expectations for myself or it you know what I mean it just kind of connected to like what I want to be and my goals and I felt like if I tell you this, then you have to respect it or absolutely you're not what I tell you about my goal because you're not taking me seriously. You know what I mean? So, yes, I feel like just having boundaries and see what type of friends respect those boundaries mm-hmm. is just like an eye opener because I that day I was like, OK, maybe I can't hang around these people because they're not respecting that I can't drink. And maybe I'll just go back around <laughs> to them after the fact, you know, after I can drink again and stuff like that. But right now I can't drink, so I can't hang out with them. So, wow. Yeah, that's an example of a boundary. What about you? First and foremost, Diane, thank you for making that comment because I definitely, I don't drink. And oh. I feel like when I'm around um, my friends, they're definitely like, Take a sip, take a sip, take a sip, take a sip, take a sip. And I find myself, I wouldn't say that it's annoying, but there are times where it's just like, girl, disrespect right. that. Like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, like if I, if I feel like I'm up to it, I'll probably take a sip of the wine cooler. But, you know, I think that that's really important because that's something that, you know, that's important for you. So naturally, as your friend, you know, it should be respected. If you say no, no means no. No, is no, when I say no, it's not up for negotiation. Right. Um, yeah. So I think boundaries, ugh. one of my biggest boundaries, especially now being in the career that I'm in, um, you know, I am a social worker and there are times where I'm coming home and I kind of want to just, you know, be by myself or mm-hmm. there are days where I just don't really want to talk and being able to kind of like if a friend is going through it and they're calling me and Alexis, like, I really need to talk and stuff. If I'm not in the emotional space to mm-hmm. um, be able to to support you and listen to you in the way that you deserve, I do set that boundary. Like, listen, can we revisit this conversation maybe another day where I'm in the mental space to do so? Like, right now, mm. I'm, I'm having a really hard time, and I don't think that I can be present for you. And that was a boundary that I definitely set for myself. Um, so question wait mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt yeah you. like do you say it just like that because I think that is like yeah amazing because absolutely um some friends they'd be like mad because you can't be there for them oh no uh my be- mm-hmm. I never know how to really say it so I think you that- have to you have to protect your peace at all costs and mm-hmm. my best friend and I were very big on mental health mm. um but that that kind of speaks to hanging out with like-minded individuals. So if I'm saying that to her, um, she's not getting offended or vice versa. So uh-huh. we've, we've come to a place in our friendship where we can say like, sis, I need time to kind of just debrief for myself. I can't be present for you right now. Let's revisit mm. this. Unless if it's like an emergency situation, then that's different. Yeah. But, you know, when you're constantly that strong friend and you're always showing up for others it's almost like you forget to take care of yourself. And I'm telling you, once I started, once I started this field, I understood the importance of taking care of yourself. And that means that maybe I have to set some boundaries for myself at times. You might not want to hear it, but if I'm not in the space to be present for you and to listen to what you have going on, I say that Diane, because my mental health and my peace comes before anything. It's time to, you got to start putting yourself first. You got to. Mental health is a real thing. Wait, are you moving? Are you moving right now? So. Like moving around? If I'm moving. Are you walking around? No. Can you hear me? Okay. You were breaking up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Does it sound like. (laughs) It could could be that um, New Britain. No, but I want to. There's so many things that I wanted to address what you just said so you address the whole drinking thing I just yeah. wanna, like shout out my best friend because it took me a while to respect her because she doesn't really drink like that so I was that friend to her like drink 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 but I feel like mm-hmm. now like I'm at yeah. a part like 
place where I'm like, if she don't want to drink, she don't want to drink. Like, don't force her to it. And it didn't take me mm-hmm. to go through it to understand that. So I don't want you guys to think that either. It just took mm-hmm. me at a different point in time to be like, girl, we can't force her to do anything and no means no. So I really want to um, address that. And then you address the whole, um, you just said, mental health so we can go into that too because I think that's a mm-hmm. huge part of friendship um and how a friendship can develop or how I don't know just how a type of friendship because if you have a friend who is dealing with mental health mm-hmm. that is it's something to kind of it's different <laughs> so um it is and then I don't want to lose my thought because there's so many things that you just said um <laughs> Yay. you said just oh being that person being that strong friend for um, people and I mm-hmm. I see that between me and you I see that similarity and it is very yeah. very hard Absolutely. like just being that person that everybody relies on and um, I, I relate to that yeah. because you know my best friend she she's always like oh you, you do too much or you're going you're ripping and running like you just need to relax and it is very important, guys, and I want to say this to, you know, the audience, because we kind of learned our lesson, Lex, like, we know that we know when to, you know, yeah. have our me time, but it's very important if you feel like you mm-hmm. are that person that everybody relies on, and you just do a lot for people, and, you know, they you are the person somebody comes to when they're down and out, or when they just need to just talk, you have to set that boundary of of if you need a day or just contact me on this mm-hmm. day or it, it just needs to be communicated that you need your time too and that could be for friends and family i want to communicate too because anyone i just feel like mm-hmm. being that type of person um is overwhelming and if you don't create that boundary yeah still you can mm-hmm. create a boundary, but if those boundaries are not strong and respected, you can still feel overwhelmed. So you have to create a boundary that is set mm-hmm. in place, respected, and strong. And not only respected by them, yeah. but you too. Like, you have to hold yourself accountable. Like, you can't say, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. just do it this day. No, you have to set those boundaries and have those boundaries be set in place. So I wanted to address that. Because um, I was going to have a podcast on boundaries actually so i really like that topic um but yeah another thing mental health so do you have a friend who struggles Mm -hmm. with mental health Uh, how is that situation if you have one Mm -hmm. right now i wouldn't i wouldn't say right now nothing too alarming to where it's affecting our friendship I think for the most part we all kind of struggle with some sort of mental health just given just everything that's been happening um you know just the pandemic Mm -hmm. and police brutality just everything is just really heavy right now but I will say I've had dealt um with a friend that was going through it um, to a point where it was affecting our friendship and we had to stop speaking for almost a year just so that she can. Yeah. So as I said earlier, like sometimes you have to go through things alone. And I think that that's what, what it was. She had to go through that alone, um, get herself the help she needed to come back, um, into the friendship because I realized that it was draining for the both of us. Like she, the expectation she had for me, um, was unrealistic. Like, you know, you're sit to sit with somebody mm. in depression is a lot. And, you know, it's constantly, you're constantly calling me, you're crying, you're going through it. And I can't, I can mm. only do but so much. And, you know, I have things that's going on with me, but because, you know, you're depressed and things of that sort, it's almost like, okay, well, anything that I'm going through go- gets swept under yeah. the rug. And I'm not saying that that's no, a problem or anything, but I found that it yeah. got draining for me. Um, So, we had to separate um, until she got herself together. And when she came back, she's just like, you know, Alexis, I really appreciated the time that we had apart because I had to realize that, you know, 
I needed to take that journey alone. There are some things that we have to heal from and work through that doesn't need or require other people. You can be supported, but I think that healing is lonely sometimes. And, you know, she got the professional help she needed and now we're back, back better than ever. I love what that. about you? Um, and I agree with that. I feel like people who do deal with mental health issues, they do need to work it out on their own because just having people yeah, influence them or opinions on what they should do and stuff like that is not really a good thing. Um, yeah. I don't have a friend that is dealing... Well, I do. Okay. Well... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry, friend. <laughs> okay. So I do have a friend who has a mental health issue, but that friend I feel like does not address their mental health issue as much as it should be. So it's not really mm. talked about. Like I like they don't talk about it, so I don't talk about it. Like I don't want to talk about that. Call them up and go, "How are you doing today?" With your, you know, with being depressed or bipolar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't really. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable doing that because it just sounds like it's just kind of weird. So I, I do have a friend that deals with it, um, but you know they don't feel like it's as serious as it is. So, I mean, I don't really address it as mm-hmm. much, but I do have it's. So anxiety is a mental health issue, right? So yeah, I do have a yes. friend who deals with anxiety though. Um, and they call me every once in a while and they I, I'm kinda like I like that they call me out of everyone. I do appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, but I would like for any of my friends, I always encourage them to go seek help. Like therapist because mm-hmm. like you said it, it is very draining to kind of deal with that um all the time but like I said I do appreciate them calling me but and also like I'm not an expert like I don't <laughs> I don't want that responsibility yeah it sounds bad but I just don't want I would want them to seek professional help versus me like I'm a friend and I will comfort them but a therapist for example will do more than comfort them you know they will get out there with that situation absolutely more positive you know what I mean like I feel like just me you know I might say something that anybody can say I'm just a friend saying it so I really um to my friends I always you know I push a therapist 100% like all the time because I'm not against absolutely I'm not against Therapy it's okay, okay like, people. It, it really is okay. So, it's okay. Um, <clears throat> Black mental health Yeah, no, health seriously. Matters. Whether it's anxiety, depression, bipolar, like any of that, like it, it really needs to be um, talked about with a professional. I don't hear, and it could be in people, you know, they hear depression and they feel like it's a lifelong journey like no some people have like just depression for that moment and they get out of it you know? some people mm-hmm. don't have absolutely anxiety for the rest of their lives so it's just like it can be solved as long as you seek help and you get like the proper help absolutely um, so yeah i i have a sister you know who she deals with um mental health issues so I, and i'm always pushing that on her but like I like if I had one, I would always want that vice versa. If I had a mental issue, absolutely, like I would always yeah. want you know people to push that because it is a lot. Absolutely. So okay, let's talk about values and standards of a friend. Hey and now. I think when I was writing hey this now. down, guys, because I still write in my notebook. Don't judge me. Um, me too. <laughs> when I was writing, can't remember shit. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> when I was writing this down, um, I just thought about you know how you can have a love language romantically. I feel Ooh, like, right? I, like I feel that. like you can have a love language with your friends as well. Wow. Right. So what would be? You're onto something, girl. So what would be? 
<laughs> what would be your love language for a friend? Like, what are you seeking? Because I think that really relates to the values and your standards of a friend. Absolutely. My love language with my friends would definitely be words of affirmation. I feel like what my best friend doesn't fail, not even just her. My friends never fail to tell me how, you know, how much they appreciate me or how well I'm doing and just that encouragement. And I can't tell you what that does to me, Diane, like the feeling that I get just to hear somebody say like, Lex, you're doing great, sweetie. Like, I appreciate all that you've done. I can have the shittiest day and have a conversation with my friend. And it's like the shit day just went away. I feel so good Mm. um, just hearing those words of encouragement. And I think that that is so important. You know, if your friend's not congratulating you on your wins, if they're not telling you they love you or, you know, not even telling you that you love you because people have different ways of showing it. But, you know, if they're not encouraging you. you (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But for me, I think that just the the words of affirmation, I don't know. Like, it makes me feel good. I need reassurance. I'm that person that just constantly needs that. And my friends do it without even like realizing what that does. I think, you know Mm -hmm. what? I think I agree. I like words of affirmation from a friend because like, you just know that you're doing good. Like you, you, like, you know that you're on the right path. Like, you, you know, that they are proud of you. You know that I just, I like it too. I would like that from a friend. Like, I like my friends to be like, oh, you look good. Or, like, I love, like, make me feel good. And, like, and it better be the truth at that. (laughs) Right. My my friends tell no lies. Yeah, I love that. I I would agree with the words of affirmation. You know what, what, this is not a um, love language, but you know what I like? I like a friend. Or anyone to say, like, I liked that person that asked me how my day was. Like, if anybody asks me how my day was, I'm like, oh, my God, you care. (laughs) You care? Right? You care about me? Like, that just, I don't know. It just does something to me. And I don't know what category that falls under, but I think... That's just a part of just checking on me and just a standard or mm-hmm. a standard of mine. Like, I like my friends to go, how was your day? Like, how have you been? How that are you is a feeling? For sure. You know, just to check in. And that goes back to mental health. Just mm-hmm. checking in on, like, how that person is doing. So, I, I love mm-hmm. that. What's another one for you? Or would you like to share one of mine? Would you like? One of mine? yours. Um, Quality time. I think it's one oh, okay. because I feel like quality time for a friend, you just build so many memories with that friend and it just it just makes you guys stronger and it, it connects you guys because me and my friends and you are one, we just sit around and we just talk for yes. hours and hours and I feel like in that quality right. time, like you just get closer to that person and you build a stronger understanding of that person and yeah, I love I like that. that like. I really yeah, like I can, that. It doesn't really matter where we are. Like me and my best friend, we could sit in our car for all we know and we could just talk to each other. Like it doesn't matter where we are as long as it's like we're talking and we're like just checking in on each other and we're just communicating and just you know, spending time with each other. I love quality time. I like time that my friends. So I don't know if you can agree with this, but I feel like this mm-hmm. pandemic has definitely um, opened my eyes in the sense of I need to be putting more energy into my friends. I feel like prior I was so consumed Mm. with work and so forth that I wasn't really spending time with my friends. But I feel like, honestly, I've gotten a lot closer um, to a lot of my friends because I'm realizing just the importance of, you know, just reciprocating that, like, it can't always be they're hitting me up. Oh, mm. you know, let's hang out. Like, let me initiate something. You know what I mean? And now that I have a little bit more time on my hands, I am actually like making it a priority to spend time with with you? my friends. And it's been, yeah, honestly, it's been so helpful. Just even for my mental health. Like, we're not right. sitting down and 
moping right. and, and crying but just even if we're going out for ice, ice cream or going out to eat and honestly coming out of this I'm going to make it a point to be a little bit more present um yeah. in my friendships because the quality time definitely definitely I matters that. just the memories yeah. yeah for me you know what like for sure I don't feel like this pandemic really changed that for me because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like mm-hmm. that person. Like, I don't like, I need to see, like, I like to see my friends, even like you said, if we're going out yeah. to eat or we're pick, if we got to yeah. go to the store for shorts or you going to the grocery store yeah. for bread or something, I'll come with you. It's just because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we do things and we're so busy with everything in life that, you know, maybe I don't have that much time to spend with you. So, hey, come run errands with me. You know what I mean? Me and my best friend have washed clothes together at the laundromat, like, because we're still getting our stuff done, but we're still, you know, Mm -hmm. spending time with each other. So, like, I don't know, like, before this pandemic, I, you know, I, I was doing that and I'm still doing it after Good yeah, you, because you, you know, you don't want to become that friend that yeah. is like, we can't make time or, for or anyone. Complaining like, we never hang out, we never hang out. No, like, yeah. fill yourself in. Like, if your friend is busy, ask them what they're doing and see if you can, like, join or help out as, as, if they're overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like, if there, there's I a agree. way you don't have to, like, that person doesn't have to be a hundred percent about you that person could be still doing what they have to do and spending time with you you know what I mean so I like that and I think that kind of speaks to a standard um or a value in the friendship I feel like reciprocate it has to be reciprocated I can't always do the 80 80 20 percent and vice versa like we have to it has to be equal we have to both be equally invested um in this friendship and that's a standard of mine like I want to feel like you're trying, and I also want right. to try. <laughs> right. Same. You know? Same. What's Definitely. another one for you? Another value or yeah. standard? Value, standard. Um, I should look them up, right? Let me see. Yeah, I mean, I think. So we have. Hmm. Dang, it doesn't list them. Okay, Google value um I need to be able to trust okay. you definitely I think I I need to be able to I, trust that you're not going to do nothing shady behind my back or you're not going to tell my business 100%. to x y and z or you're not going to bring anything on social media yeah. um yeah. yeah 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 I need to trust loyalty you. for me loyalty, loyalty is yes. so big for me because yes for all you disloyal I- hoes <laughs> loyalty is the word is of the so day huge for me because yes people make mistakes yes but if you loyal and you ten toes down the entire time i am there because i don't know and i don't yeah. you can't find loyalty all the like everywhere no so you can't loyalty for me is huge in a friendship like absolutely and sometimes i may be asking for petty loyalty yeah but i still want that shit meaning <laughs> <laughs> meaning <laughs> like if, Man, you're a mess. if I'm not friends <laughs> with that person okay if I'm not friends with that person you know that person did me filthy okay how close are you friends with that person here like how like what are we talking about like are you like are you really close with that person or are you like just Mm -hmm. a high buy situation with that person because it's nothing to be cordial with that person that's not what I'm asking my friends to do like I'm not asking my best friends to stick their middle finger up with people I'm not cool with I'm just asking them to be cordial and not that cool with them (laughs) like I see I did. Yeah, no, no, for real. No, I know. It's just me. Cause I'm just like, yeah. But I hear people say because, that all the time. Right. And it, but I do think it depends on how we fell out. Right. So I feel okay. like if that person wasn't lo- like, wasn't like they, they talk shit about me da, 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 and then they're talking mm-hmm. to my friends. And I think that's a point where I'm like, I don't really know where you kind of stand. Cause how I know they're not talking about me together. I don't know. But if that's a trust thing. That's too. a trust thing. But if it's like if we just not cool because of petty stuff, okay, cool. You could mm-hmm. be like, that's that's petty. Mm-hmm. I don't care. 
But it de- I really think it depends on how me and that person fell okay. out. I really do. And that could get really sticky. Mm-hmm. I know. I know, guys. That could get really yes. sticky. But at the same time, Ooh. I feel like, yeah, I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, how close are y'all? Okay, cool. All right, cool. I'll just swallow my pride and just leave it alone. So, but go ahead. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I just agree with that. I feel... Um, <laughs> only because I've been that person I'm cool with in the middle you know me, Diane like I'm such a in the middle neutral person that I can but not everybody can be that but, way either but I know how it looks like you know you're speaking to somebody that like your best friend doesn't get along with but I've been in situations where people rekindle and that they get back good and it's like if you choose a side you're gonna look stupid but I feel like we're all old enough to you know, you really shouldn't be involving yourself in people's situations. Like, if somebody doesn't like somebody, that's between them. them. But I only speak in the sense of if we all started off as friends together and then you guys have a falling out. It's different it depends. if, exactly. you know, I don't know the person and you and this person don't get along and then me and that person became very close. That's different, but that's what it's I mean. a lot of the times, so you know, you start off as friends and then somebody does that person crazy and now you're stuck in the middle and it's like, oh my God, I can't see yeah. sides. Stay out of it, people. Mind your right. business. It ain't got nothing to do with you. You know what? But I, you know, I've been the person on both sides, so I I literally understand what you mean. I've been the person on both yeah. sides, but then I'm biased because when I'm the person on the, person on the other side, I'm like, oh gosh, no. But, like, I have been the person, like, in the middle. I'm like, they're a good person. And then my friend, <laughs> my friend's like, no, no. But they're a good person. And it's just like, yeah. So I've definitely yeah. been the person on both sides. So, like, I definitely get it. That's why I'm like, it's very sticky. It's it very, is sticky. Yeah. Sticky. Same. Um, but you mentioned trust. We mentioned loyalty. We mentioned loyalty. Languages. Anything um. else? Because uh, it's a lot that we probably... It, it is a lot. And I think it's just a matter of what friendship means to you. And, you know, it means different things to different peoples. But I just... I know for myself, like, the trust and the loyalty, those are the main things yeah. for me. That if That's all I ask. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, Because loyalty kind of plays into all of that, if you ask me. Like, when you're loyal, you're trustworthy. Um, yes. You're honest. Yes. You know... I don't know. I think what about, trust and loyalty. What about so this goes to the standards of your friend and you kind of touched base with mm-hmm. it earlier in the conversation about someone who's not like minded as you. So would you be friends like because you have your degree, you're working on your master's. Yes. Yes. Uh, Big social Yeah, I was going to say, guys. tell them what you're going to school for. For my social work, um, degree i want to be mastered now it's about time i take it to the next yeah. level okay so, you. so you can never be overeducated. <laughs> never so you learn something every day okay absolutely your standards as a friend okay because mm-hmm. like i said you're getting your masters and stuff like that and you have a really good job and you have your own home car everything mm-hmm. what yes. is just keep it in mind of what you have do you kind of um what's the word I'm looking for do you kind of look up, look for those same those same values or standards in your friends or like do you know what I mean like yes no <laughs> um yes and, no. and that's <laughs> that's a hard no only because for me, it's about what you can do for me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's how I am with guys too. And I need to stop. I need to be dealing with guys, you know, on my <laughs> level. But I think for me, just what I value Seriously. so much is just the emotions and the emotional part mm-hmm. of it. And, you know, I have friends that all my friends for the most part have it together. And you don't have to have your own place or have a master's to, be friends. you know, quote unquote. Exactly have it all the way together so for me like no um but I can't I will tell you like none of my friends I can't deal with people that are like super petty and I'm talking like you're constantly in girl drama um you're fighting like that's a different story but in terms of like 
education and where you're staying at and stuff like that, that doesn't mean anything because people can have a master's degree and still be out here ratchet, mm-hmm. fighting, acting mm-hmm. stupid. So I need mature. I like to hang out with mature girls. I feel um, like, go ahead. Yeah. For me, <laughs> I feel like it's your mindset because, you know, yeah, I'm going back to school to get my master's as well, guys. Woo! Um, and, you know, I have... What you going for, sis? I'm going... Wait. I can't tell them yet. Okay, it's a surprise. No, it's a surprise, y'all. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but for me, okay. I would agree. It doesn't have to match. Um, But what does have to match for me and my friends is our mindset. And mm-hmm. that means no matter where you are in life, as long as you see yourself doing better or, like, you have an open mind or you want to do better, like, that's all that matters for me. Because... I mm-hmm. I come from nothing and I'm not going to judge someone for what they have or what they don't have but I do judge someone I don't judge them but I don't want to deal with someone who is narrow-minded or negative pessimistic uh-huh. like I just um ooh preach I just don't <laughs> want to deal with so- like I don't I don't have friends like that and I don't want any friends yeah. like that I just same your mind is everything and I feel like as long as you keep your mind healthy and by that I mean you could I always tell my friends and I tell myself this we can do whatever we put our mind to so like if you don't have that I don't really vibe I really don't vibe with people that just stay in that space or like I would I will try to encourage you know people who don't see you know who are not optimistic I try to um encourage them but like if they're just you know um you know not really with it then I just you know kind of you know separate myself from that person or those type of people because Mm. that's going to just distract me and get me like all negative and so on and so forth so I think it's mindset because absolutely for my friends like and that's a standard for me a hundred percent like you have to have absolutely a positive mindset Cause life happens, shit happens, and you know, I don't know. I could just keep talking about it, but yeah, it's mindset for me. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I think this was a very good conversation. We went. Absolutely. We can go forever and ever and ever talking about this. Um, but we should definitely have a part two. I think so too. I'm curious to hear what you guys think, um, what your thoughts are on this conversation. If we missed anything, yeah, um, definitely comment on it because friendship talk is tricky, but it means different things to different people. Yeah. So I'm curious to yeah. see what you guys think. Yes, please. Sure. Yeah, definitely comment and share this and let definitely let me know. I will definitely um, put my email because I definitely uh, made an email for this podcast. And I have an Instagram for you guys as well. But please, Lex, if you want them to follow you. Please, you guys. I'm a little Instagram model or whatever. (laughs) Please shout yourself out. Please like Lex. So my Instagram is Alexis Tanel, A-L-E-X-I-S-T-I-N-E-L-L-E. Follow your girl. I follow back. I'm not Hollywood, I promise. Yes. <laughs> you're not. You're so you're so sweet. And thank you so much for thank having you. this you are conversation too. with me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I've been waiting to get on a podcast. So I'm hoping that I can maybe get on another one soon if everyone likes you like did amazing. Here, but... <laughs> like you're so you're so you. you're lit. And I really um, you are too. We are just cutting this short, guys, because we've been talking yes. for over 60 minutes. Don't tell us, but we are just cutting it short. And if you do like this, guys, please tune in to part two because we will be having part two. And you know what? Maybe part two, Lex, we can chime somebody else in. um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'll be fun. But thank you so much for your support and everything. Yay, thank you. Keep shining, sis. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, Lex. All right, have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. It's your girl, Dirty Diana, signing off. And as I always tell you guys, don't follow your dreams, chase them. Peace and love.